And we're live. Let me cue up the intro. And uh, let's go. Shut up and sit down. Yo, what's up? How are you, Trinity? I'm doing well. How are you? All right, good, good. Welcome, everybody. It's Couch Live here on uh, WOKB 1680 AM radio station here in Orlando and of course 100.7 FM um and uh, we are dope and dharma this is the couch live version of dope and dharma I'm the street certified dope Dr. Louis Delgado here with you and that's Trinity Phillips my partner the dharma guy <clears throat> how are hey, you hey. I'm I'm doing well man I'm I'm, I'm not as rushed as, as you are you see that you see I, I even sound rushed don't I Trinity yes I gotta, I gotta, I gotta slow down a little bit I gotta slow down <laughs> we got it we got a show to do but I've been I've been running this morning. You've been running this morning, and uh, we got to get this show in the can so uh, I can head off to the airport and not miss my plane. Yeah, you have a very hard stop. Mm -hmm. There will be no running over today. There'll be no running over today, people. And we're talking about alcohol, so it's important to talk about. But let let, let me preface a little bit of this. First of all, before we even get into the topic, we had a great uh, Now Mattismore Foundation golf tournament. Uh, Thank you for everyone that came out. Uh, Our good friend Daryl Strawberry came back out and supported it again. It was awesome. Uh, to raise some money for the Now Matters More Foundation. And the Now Matters More Foundation, what it does is helps scholarships and treatment and helps people get into treatment. One, uh, there's a lot of barriers for people getting in, as you can tell, whether it's bed space, whether it's just knowing the right provider, whether it's knowing who can take your insurance or who takes no insurance whatsoever. Uh, yeah, money. Um, and, of course, uh, this year we had other guests. Uh, but Fred Stokes was with us again, a uh, great uh, champion from the Washington Redskins. I could say Redskins, Trinity, because – it was that's, the Redskins twenty one. Yeah, that's twenty one. So I could still say that, right, without getting canceled. Um, and of course, Johnny Damon uh, was out there. Johnny Damon, the uh, two time uh, World Series champion, Johnny Damon. And, and, and Daryl made it certain to remind him that, that Daryl won <laughs> yes, four. Yes, he did. When, when Johnny, yes, he did. that was a pretty good story. Real quick, and then we'll get into the alcohol story. Johnny actually asked, was telling him a story. I guess they had never met really, and uh, Johnny was telling him a story how, you know, he wanted to go to the Mets and wear the number 18 uh he says if i would have went to the mets i would have requested the number 18 would you have let me wear it and uh uh daryl was quick to say uh no i would not (laughs) and then johnny was like but but i want two world series championships daryl said yeah but i want four uh and that that right there was uh, is awesome both guys are great guys but i love the way athletes kind of rib each other even past sport even when it's done well, what I liked about it, that was the first time, and we've known Daryl, uh, Daryl Strawberry, for those of you who don't know who we're talking about, but we've we've known Daryl for years now. That is the first time I've ever heard the boastfulness come from him about how yeah. many rings he's got, things of that right. nature. Like, first time ever I've heard him drop right. that little nugget of wisdom on somebody. Right. right. So that, that was kind of cool. Right. But at, the, but at the end of the day, Johnny got the last lap because Johnny won the tournament. Yep. Johnny's Johnny's team won the, the golf tournament. <laughs> sure. Yep. Laugh, Trinity. Are, you, are you trying to insinuate that he cheated? Trinity? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying he won. He won the tournament. He won he the tournament. Congratulations, Johnny Damon. And thanks to all the celebrities, Anthony Bowie, uh, you know, Curtis Oscanic, uh, Pinklin Thomas, the great Pinklin Thomas. Chucky um, Atkins was there. Chucky Atkins uh, was the, there. The blueprint. Uh, Matt yeah, Morgan showed up. That's right. Matt Morgan. Tony Sartini. Um, yeah, Donnie Hammond. Um I know I'm forgetting somebody. C.J. Hobgood, uh, you know, world championship uh, surfer. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Trinity. Oh, Drayton Florence. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, lots of people. 
lots of people. So uh, thank you all to, to for, you know, for all those that came out. And then, of course, all the guests and, and the sponsors. Thank you to Westgate Resorts uh, for the continued support and CLI Professional Landscaping uh, for being our title partners. And I, I made it this year, too, so you're welcome for that. Yeah, thanks for coming out, Dharma Guy. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's give Dharma Guy a hand. All right. But uh, so now on to the show, because we haven't done our live show uh, since right before the golf tournament. Needed needed some time off to uh, travel and get the golf tournament done. Uh, those two things. Um, so I wanted to talk about alcohol today because you kind of brought up that, uh, that that you were concerned that people weren't taking it serious. And, uh, and, and what you didn't know is that, that has, it, 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 the tide has been kind of changing with a lot of conversations about alcohol. So, so I think it's a good time to have the show about alcohol sure. and, and, and the problem with it or the problems people suffer with it. But, but I want to preface it with a few things. And then I want to, I want to ask you some questions to kind of see right. where you are with it, if you don't mind. All right. Yeah, all right. let's do so, it. So first of all, let me preface it with the following people. Some of you may not know me and that's fine, but since 1999, certain news organizations have, have, have called upon me as a so-called expert in addictions for the last, well, that's a lot of years, right? 99, whatever that is, <laughs> 24 a lot. since this show started, actually, since this radio show started. And they usually contact me to do a new show when there's some sort of issue happening in society or in the, in the community related to substances, right? I want to ask you a question, question, Trinity. All right. Since 1999, how many times do you think these news organizations, as great as they are? Oh, the great John Brown was there, too, from Fox 35. Uh, since, uh, uh, since 1999, how many times do you think they've contacted me to talk about alcohol? Zero. Yeah, correct. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. Now, and, and that's what I mean, by the way, when I say nobody talks about it. But go ahead. You know, they've contacted me to talk about meth i don't know how many times even back in the days with ecstasy and mdma and people burning up from the inside and you know <laughs> uh marijuana i don't know how many times we've talked about marijuana pot is it a gateway drug is it not a gateway drug? bath salts uh, bath, faces you know yeah, yeah. And, and even and even when there's a guy in miami eating someone's face they want me to come down and talk Mm-hmm. And and they say, Louis, Louis, Louis uh, what do you think that guy was on? I said, brother, there ain't nothing I ever took that made me want to eat a guy's face. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. And I've done a lot of drugs, man. And, and not one thing that I ever took ever made me want to eat. Now, nachos, yes. Tacos, most definitely. But faces? So as soon as they said that was bath sauce, I I, I don't I don't think I've taken a bath since then, Trinity. Right. I, I, I'm taking showers only from now on, and I'm not, and I think I even stopped putting salt on my food. Well, the bath salts is like a really misleading <laughs> thing too, because my wife would get bath salts. I'm like, you know, know, it's a weird name to call it because there's an actual product that's bath salts. So that's it's why like, eh. that's why I don't fall into that trap. Sure. I simply say I don't know what he took. But he took something that I don't want. <laughs> he took um, something that he didn't react very well to. Yeah, he he, he and and the other guy he really you know suffered uh so so the point is is that it, it has been that kind of in in, in and again let me preface this we are not anti-alcohol we are not anti-drugs what what's worse the just uh, being the person that's eating the face or being the person that's getting your face eaten which one's the worst oh I, i'd much rather be the eater trinity yeah. Yeah, no, no. I guess my wife said during a zombie apocalypse, Louis, what are we going to do? I said I'm going to die right away because I'm going to eat as many people as I can. I'm not going to be running <laughs> yeah, for sure. years, right? You know, hiding out. You know, the yeah. day they stop, you know, actually, you know, the day there's no Publix, no, <laughs> no done. fast food, 
and there's no more toilet paper, new toilet paper being made. I'm done. I just just let me be a zombie. <laughs> Come yeah, makes sense. I'm sorry, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just, that's that's, right, it popped right. in my head. It's like, that's, which one's better? That's all right. That's what you do. Uh, we're supposed to do that. Um, so so you're right. So so in in in, in mind you, I'm gonna ask you a question. All right. Um, of all the drugs, and you know, like you said, I mean, we've talked about meth, we've talked about you know, fentanyl, opiates, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all these other drugs, uh, cocaine, yep. crack. Went yep. through the whole crack thing, right? Um, yep. Some people still going through it. Um, what do you think the number one drug is responsible for people going to the emergency room? Uh, am I allowed to answer this? Because I, I kind of know the answer already. I, I feel like this well, is I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know if you knew. So I'm going to ask alcohol. you anyway. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ding, ding, ding. You, Trinity, you're really doing really good at this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. This, this, it's alcohol. It's alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is the number one drug related to people going to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Now, again, before you get all, you know, ramped up and upset and frustrated, I'm not anti-alcohol. If you're a person that drinks alcohol and it doesn't affect your life in, in a way that's destructive to your goals and to your to your family unit, then then who cares? You know, a matter of fact, if you do drugs and, and, and it doesn't affect, I don't care Yeah, because there's well, a lot. Apparently, there's a lot of drugs that a lot of people use relatively safely that you or I may not approve of or want within our home or family. But it doesn't mean that we're anti that. I'm not a cop. I treat the disease of addiction. We treat those that are suffering with family issues or personal issues. And, and that just happens to be one of the reasons people well, probably need spitting- to look at what they're taking. If we're spitting stats, right? Like, isn't it something? I I don't have them directly in front of me, but isn't it also something like fifty percent of like violent acts include at least one of them uh, intoxicated? And I think there's also statistics with how much intoxication relates to to sexual assaults. Like, alcohol is extremely involved with a lot of really bad things. I, I used to I used to spit out all those numbers back when I had them. I I I have yeah, to I don't have, I don't have those numbers either. anymore. But I used to spit those numbers out in group and I'd have it because I wanted people to know. And and now Trinity and I want you guys to know that two main things. When you look at violent crime, the number one contributor to violent crime, the number one substance contributor to violent crime is alcohol. Yep. The number one contributor to Assault is alcohol. The number one contributor to divorce is alcohol. The number one is substance. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah. It's always out, out, it's suicide. Alcohol. Homicide. Suicide. Domestic <laughs> violence. All these things. Yep. It's always alcohol. Oh, alcohol is always number one. Yep. Right? Undefeated. Uh, undefeated. Undefeated. Now, opiates is number two in the emergency rooms, but alcohol is number one in the emergency rooms. And I'm going to give you a better one. One in eight people between ages six, uh, 20 through 64, the number one reason, that one in eight people die of alcohol, related to alcohol. Makes one sense. in eight. Is that including DUIs and stuff, or is that excluding? That's everything. Okay. Alcohol is, 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 is the reason. So now think, now think about this for a second. One in eight. We just—that's more than 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 COVID, man. And we just shut down the whole world for less than one and eight. Yeah, exactly. One and eight. Some of you right now can look around where you're listening to this show, and you see eight people. <laughs> you know, some of you can visually see eight people right now, and you can just ding one of them, and just it's it's going to be you, brother, because they ain't going to be me. Yep. 
That's a, that's a lot. And, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and yet, and yet, we get focused on other things. And in there's got to be better reasons than what you and I think it is. But maybe not. There's got to be better reasons. But I, I you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm hesitant to believe that uh, we're gonna figure that out. Other than alcohol is one hell of a lobbying power, brother. Money. One hell of a lobbying power. Yeah. And 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 again, I gotta say it like in between every sentence because you know someone's gonna say, "Well, do you want prohibition?" But I don't want it illegal. I don't think anything being illegal. Is the response. No. And I do believe in personal responsibility. At the end of the day, I have to be responsible for what I put in my system. But give me the facts, man. I think that's our problem with a lot of it, right? Like even when we've gotten into the the discussions about marijuana and and the legality of it all. I I think our issue has always been, and correct me if if I'm speaking out of turn here, but I think both of our our stances have always been just be honest right like, like, like yes there's going to be some benefits to some things benefit and right. the simplest benefit could just be hey it feels good when i take it that's a benefit yeah. right but then there's also cost right there's negative sides of it and, and i don't for me the reason why i wanted to bring this up i won't go into the whole story of it but just the mentality the the epiphany that it led to i'll go to that and that is i, I just gosh man i, I look around and we spend so much time talking about weed. We spend so much time talking about fentanyl. A um, little bit more time talking about some other things as well. Uh, I, I know uh, Xanax gets into the conversation occasionally. Not a, not enough. Oh, please. Think. Xanax never yeah. never get it. They have better lobbying power than anybody. <laughs> right. Marijuana and Xanax have a, have a lockdown yeah. on lobbying power. Um, and that's because people love it. Yeah. But the one that, I, that it just feels like it gets a pass is alcohol. Right. It seems to have wiggled its way in to the point where we're seeing like commercials on like Super Bowl, which is arguably one of the biggest marquee television events here in America once right. a year. Um, the viewership is insane. The, 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 the amount of money they spend on 30 second commercials is astronomical. Right. And we see like a ton of alcohol commercials. Um, they're, they're every sporting event. Like there's so many alcohol commercials in so many aspects of our lives. Um, it's like an understood, uh, like, I can't think of another, I'm going to call it drug. I can't think of another drug in my life that I have to justify not using. Mm. Like, if you tell somebody I don't mm. take, I don't, I don't shoot heroin. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> duh, okay, cool. You know, I don't smoke crack. Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. Even weed. Yeah, I don't really smoke weed. Now, granted, uh, there's a caveat to weed. When I say I have never yeah, yeah, that's when the reaction that's come. a little bit of a reaction. But what if I say I don't smoke it? Right. Nobody cares. It was right. like, Yeah, I don't do it either. I used to, but I'm there's always that person in the room that's like, Oh, yeah, just I don't really do yeah. it anymore. Blah blah blah. Okay, alcohol is the only drug that I'm aware of that I personally have ever had to like defend not using. People, you don't drink. I would go out to football, like uh, you know, on Sundays. Go sit down and hang out with my boys, watch some football, and I would have like a tea mm-hmm. or some water or something. Mm-hmm. And everybody, wait, what? Somehow, like I'm a pariah. Like mm-hmm. I, I, it's like me showing up with like a third arm, right? And then me like being amazed that there's this person with three arms walking around. <laughs> um, it's weird, right? It's the only one that I've ever had to defend not using. 
It's so socially accepted. It's so encouraged, right? Like it's not even tolerant. It's encouraged. It's always, mm-hmm. oh, you just need to take the load off. You need to take a drink. You need to, oh, you need to loosen up. You need like it's the solution to everything, right? Going through a bad breakup, just go out there, even in movies, right? right? What's everybody do when they've had something bad happen? There's always that scene where the protagonist is in the bar with a shot, you know, drinking their problems away. Like it's such an accepted thing. Uh, something great happened. Awesome. Let's go celebrate with some alcohol. So if something bad happens, drink it away. Something great happens, celebrate with some alcohol. Uh, you had a long day at work, nothing better than a cold beer right, or a glass of wine, right? That's what it is. If you had a long day at work, come home, unwind with some wine. You're out there working on the yard all day, nothing better than an ice cold beer. Like It's literally put out there as the solution to every problem or every situation you have, which, okay, I'll concede that there's some benefits. Right. But what I don't hear at all, really, unless you're in this circle, like I'm talking mainstream, average, every Joe walking down the street, most of you listening to this, if you're sitting at home, what you probably don't hear very much is, yes, is the number one reason why people go to the emergency room. It, it is the number one reason why like, there's domestic abuse. A little Timmy who's getting beat by his parent. I'm, I'm going to say dad here, even though it feels sexist, but I think statistically it's most likely going to be the dad. Little Timmy's getting beat up by his dad. It's usually going to be alcohol. Uh, somebody's going to cheat on somebody. It's usually going to be alcohol involved. Somebody has sexual assault. It's usually going to have, but we just don't seem to talk about that. It's like a dirty secret that we all know, but we don't talk about. And it gets this weird past. And as somebody who's raising kids, it scares the hell out of me. Because like, how do I teach my kids? Like, I don't want to get so focused with my kids teaching them about marijuana, teaching them about heroin, that I forget to also include alcohol in that, if that makes sense. Like, it's such a pass. It's like it's like the the friendly neighbor that's just always there, you know? And it's like, well, no, it, it's, it's not good. And just real quick before I – I don't want to talk forever, but the other point that I would like to make is coming from a just a strictly health perspective as well. Most drugs, I think there's a medicinal – component to it like you could argue with marijuana the thc and the cannabinoids in there could have some sort of uh pain relieving effect if you're going through cancer it helps with the appetite like there are potential things that could be argued right there's science on both sides of it that could be used to interpret hey maybe there's a benefit opioids i'm not going to have surgery without some sort of opioid in my system because i don't want you to rip out my my whatever it is without me not being able to feel it also, you no. don't buy into the fact that no. uh, people no. say marijuana does for no. pain. We don't need opiates. So no. You, you, um, you wouldn't smoke weed and then let them cut your chest not. open? Oh, no. Okay. Um, so most, you can even make arguments like where, uh, some of the psychedelics that are out there. There's been amazing progress with treating PTSD, things of that nature. I can't think of a single good thing that alcohol does for you. The only good thing I've ever heard ever and, and, and this is actually part of my studying that I had to do to become a master level trainer is the argument would always, was always made with wine that the antioxidants in the fruit that they use to make the wine gives you, you know, some sort of a health benefit. However, when you look into the science behind it, the benefits do not outweigh the risks associated with cancer and everything else that comes with the, with, with the, with the alcohol. Right. So like there really is no, substantial benefit to alcohol in any way shape or form and yet it gets a pass when all these other things get demonized like i i I don't understand it all right i'll shut up now
You sure? <laughs> Go for it. First of all, nobody does house pours like that study anyway. A house pour, a house pour, and a and a and a pour in a study. That's a different amount. If you sure. if you actually would pour yourself a glass of wine, the amount that's in the, the initial study that talks about that that substance, uh, yeah. resveratrol, whatever they're talking about, it, it, it's such a minor amount. You it can't get a fly high, so that's not what you want. Y'all want your buzz. I'm gonna get your drink on. That's different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to I want to go back to something you were talking about. You were saying that uh, you know, literally, uh, it's everywhere. Right. And, and, and look, I have no, again, I have no problem with it. Yeah. No, you know, no problem with it. You know, I don't, I don't care. I don't judge. Hey, look, my wife drinks. I don't drink. It's plain and simple. I have a bar in my house. I have alcohol in my house. I'm not anti, um, you know, I just don't, uh, just like I have guns in my house, but I don't shoot myself with them. Uh, you know, it's, it's just the way they are, you know, I'm going to give you an example, Trent. Sure. That, uh, that'll show you how much you can drink in a day and nobody gives a dang. All right. Excuse the fast talking when I go through this, but I'm going to show you just how ridiculous this could be. All right, you wake up in the morning. You wake up in the morning, you get a cup of coffee. You get a cup of coffee. What can you put in it to enjoy yourself? Baileys. You can put Baileys in your coffee. That's right. You drink your coffee. You're off to work. You're off to work, but wait a minute. It's You worked a couple hours, but then you're, you're going to meet the, the, the people at the tennis club because you belong to a tennis club, and you're going to go to the tennis club. But you go there, and it's brunch, and they call it a certain name. Trinity, what is this Ramosa. brunch called? It's a champagne Mimosa. brunch. That's right. It's a champagne brunch. You can have mimosas. You can have champagne. You can do it because mimo- there's champagne and mimosas. You can have a couple of – how many can you have, by the way? I would say probably two. Two. Two's the magic number. You have two, and then you're not an alcoholic. You're doing normal. All right? Yeah. So then you, 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 you go to work. You go to work. You work for another hour. But then it's lunchtime, real lunchtime, Trinity. So now you go to lunch, and it's uh, you're, you're doing a business meeting. So as long as you're talking business, you can order what? What is, what is this lunch called? It has a certain name to it even. I would say either beer or wine. It's a two-martini lunch. Yeah. You ever heard well. the two martini lunch? Yeah. It's two martini lunch because I'm yeah. a big businessman, Trinity, and I'm important. And that dang it, that you this is what you're supposed to do when you're making business deals happen. And so you drink your because it's as long as you only drink two, Trinity, you're not an alcoholic. Okay. Sure. So you have to understand that. All right. So now you really go to work. Finally, you're at work, you know, because you're feeling good. You're pretty groovy by now. So <laughs> you, you do your work and you get work off. Is yeah, work is easy by now. But then you get off and knock off a little early, maybe four o'clock instead of five o'clock, trying to beat that traffic. But then you notice there is traffic. So you stop by, you said, I'm not gonna deal with traffic right now. So I'll pull over and go to what? What am I gonna go to? Happy hour. It's even <laughs> called happy hour. Now, again, how many times can you order, Trinity? Uh well, happy hour, I think, is usually well, a how many different. can you order? Oh, you can order two at a time, I believe. Dude, right? No, you order twice. As long as you order twice, that's fine. But they yeah. give you four because they give you two for oh, one. Buy it's, one, not one. That's right. it's not my fault they gave me four. I yeah. only order twice, but yeah, they give me four. One. And some of you people, you know, I've seen those secretaries with the big old martinis, like, I mean, uh, big old <laughs> yeah. margaritas like that. They go to the cocktails. Yeah. Oh, my God, those things are huge. But that's happy hour. You you know, you say, you know, baby, I- I'll be home a little bit because, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna wait to drive after having about four drinks. Then I'm going to get in the car and try to drive to you. But I'm going to wait for everybody <laughs> yeah. to clear the road. And it's just going to be me and all the other happy hour people to, to go. Then you go home and 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 Trina, I'm going to put myself in 1950s America. I'm going to go home to 1950s America, which some people still have and enjoy. And they and they get home and the, the wife is there and meets them at the door. And, and they go, oh, you've been working all day, honey. I go, that's right. I've been working all day. And I want to. She goes, why don't you sit right down and I'm going to make you a plate. And I'm, I sit care. down. And what can she give me? No, not, I'm mm-hmm. not going to sleep yet, Trinity. What does she give me so I could chill out and wait for dinner to be ready? Um, either a wine or a beer. A beer. Beer. Yeah. I'm gonna sit there with my beer. I'm gonna put my feet up, Trinity. I'm gonna sit there nice and relax. Because you're a man. Because I'm a man. Because I'm a man. I'm drinking right. a beer, Trinity. You're not a man if you don't drink beer. 
amen to that. So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to wait for her to make my dinner. And then she makes my dinner and then my dinner's done and she serves it all nice. And she lights some candles up because it's a special night. Jenny. It is a special oh. night. I forgot that it was a special night. So I didn't bring anything, drink, bring anything. But then, you know, I'm going to have to take her out afterwards. But that's OK. So she lights up the little candles. We eat dinner. What do we drink with dinner, Trinity? Wine. We drink wine. Now, how many bottles of wine can we drink? Well, between the two of you, I would say probably one, maybe two. One, one. But I, but as long as I drink faster, Trinity, I can have more. So I just drink as fast as I can. My woman only gets one little glass of wine. I just chug the whole dang rest of it up, and and we have it. And then I say, baby, baby, you know, while we sit here and let it digest, I want you to think about something. I'm gonna take you out tonight. I want you to go get your prettiest little dress on. I'm gonna take you out tonight. Now, what do I have? And I get my big cigar, and I said, I'm gonna sit out here on the porch and wait for you to get ready. What do I have after dinner? Uh, what brandy, I guess, scotch, that's right? That's right, Whiskey. one of the two. Because I'm a man, Trinity. Remember that? I'm a man, and I'm brown. sitting there and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying my success. I'm sitting back there drinking my brandy, my cavassier. I'm drinking something, and I'm looking all big and bad on my porch, smoking my big cigar. Now she comes out and she looks great, she looks beautiful. We get in the car, we drive to the club, Trinity. We drive to the club, we get to the club. Now, how many times, how many drinks can I have at the club, Trinity? Two or three, no. No, this is where the no. rules change. No, because the rules at the club are you can have as many as you want, but as long as you hand your keys over. Yeah. See, because it's not Appreciate responsible it. drinking, it's responsible driving, right? So as long as you hand your keys over, nobody cares how much you drink. You could be falling all over the floor. <laughs> nobody cares. It's just don't drive. So well, now the, really, the younger oh, crowd getting oh, shots too, I'm by the way. Yeah, dude, I'm dancing. I, we're doing shots. We're doing it all. We're celebrating. People giving us drinks because it's our anniversary. Who knows what it is? We're just celebrating. We're drunk. We're drunk, Trinity. We get home because as long as we Uber, we're good. We Ubered home, Trinity. We did the responsible thing at least, right? We Ubered home. I get back home, and now we're with each other. We enjoy the rest of our night, and then it's time to go to bed. Trinity, what else can I drink before going to bed? You got to cap off the night with a nightcap. I cap off the night with a nightcap, probably pass out halfway through it, and I'm done. How many drinks did I just drink that whole day? By the way, everybody that saw me during the day, all that drinking was normal in today's society. Yeah. They didn't pow- they didn't follow me all day. Yeah. Everything I told you was a normal thing. Yep. But that was a lot of drinks, don't you think? Yeah. That's a reality. That's, that's an actual reality. We have instituted, we have put, we have put substances, not just alcohol. Because trust me, I mean the the, the way I became the dope doctor in the first place is because I smoked a hell of a lot of pot. Right. So that went with every meal, everything, every action. I, I you couldn't even watch a movie without smoking pot. It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> right. No, everything goes better with. Right. And sure. so whatever substance you use, it becomes ingrained in every fabric that you do. And as long as you don't hang out with the same person all day long, nobody even knows you're struggling. Right. Yeah. Until you don't show up to stuff like that. The, and then they only care that you didn't show up to their stuff. They don't care that you didn't show up to someone else's stuff. They just care that you didn't show up to their stuff. That you forgot them or you didn't do something. And so it all becomes about these little details. And so what you try to do when you have a problem with alcohol is you try to manage all those little details. You try to spin plates. Try to keep everybody quiet. Keep everybody hush. But what you've been talking about, Trinity, is the fact that most people aren't watching us. They're just not watching us. I mean, we may be insecure about being too short, too fat, too skinny, too tall, too white, too black, too whatever. But nobody really cares. You care. If you're still crying about being too tall, short, white, black, skinny, you know, freckled, whatever, that's your fault. That's your problem. The world, you're always going to find somebody in the world that may make fun of it or have a problem with it, but that's your problem for being insecure about it. 
It's my responsibility to deal with my emotions and my feelings. But sometimes they're so deep that when you use substances, it brings out a different response. There's a Pandora's box in everybody, Trinity. You know, the other thing is the danger with with substances is the Pandora's box that's within you. Well, the other thing that that I that I thought of when you said that, too, because right, I had a um, there was a moment in my life back in the day when I worked at the postal service. Mm-hmm. There was somebody coming in there, and and what I noticed is the only time anybody cared about somebody's alcohol use was when you tried to hide it. Hmm. When you were open about it, like if somebody were to come into, because I had many people that I knew that would go in the parking lot and have like a beer or something during break or something, and as long as they were to come in and say, "Oh yeah, man, I just you know I had to take a beer or whatever," nobody cared. But the guy that came in who actually had a problem, who came in and you could smell it on him, but he wouldn't say anything about it and acted like he didn't, that's when we all cared. So I had that same guy come in and just said, yeah, I was doing this. It was suddenly acceptable. So I don't even think it was the alcohol that people didn't like. It was just the hiding that people didn't like. It's it's not just the hiding. It's anytime someone uses a substance differently than the way you do, that's when you take yeah. issue with it. Yeah. Anytime someone acts just a tad bit differently than you, that's when they're an issue. That's when they're a problem. Yeah. Like, like if you wouldn't raise your kids that way, you wouldn't talk to your kids that way. You wouldn't talk to your wife or your husband like that. You wouldn't treat them like that. You wouldn't drink like that. You wouldn't yeah. smoke like that. Anytime someone does something differently than you, that's when it's a problem. Yeah. Looking inward is very difficult. And, 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 and it stems from insecurity. It stems from your own issues with your own darn self. But instead of the world trying to help you say, look, look, you got to look inside yourself and build yourself to be stronger. We're now telling people it's OK to be weak. The, the rest of the world needs to be OK with your weakness. Yeah, they need to be OK with your flaws. So we're in this time period, Trinity, that's real difficult for professionals like me and you to help people with a drinking or drug issue trying to help people not feel like a victim of the world or victim of life and to stand on their own two feet and, you know, kind of, you, you're going to have to put some work into it when everybody's validating that it's okay to, to be on a pity party and it's okay to be Debbie. <laughs> yeah. Spanish <I> just... word. <laughs> you know what I mean? And weakness is not the issue. It's not about weakness, but, no. but, but, but we like to consider everything someone else can't do that you could do a weakness and everything I can do that you can't do a strength. Sure. So even though these words can be argued and defended, these are words that we tend to use within our mentality and we tend to view them as such. And when you view them as such and you feel weak or you feel stupid or you think someone else is weak or, or stupid, you're going to treat them as such and you're going to treat yourself as such. And that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. Um, but I just I, I think that that for some reason we just dismiss alcohol. Right. Like, I, I think it was uh, you're you the first one who I heard mention it that way was uh, was a traffic or blow. Oh, it's traffic. It's traffic. traffic. Okay. Uh, so the movie traffic, when they're talking about how, you know, America's got a problem with drugs and everything else as they're sipping their like their their brandy or their scotch or whatever right. it is. It's like and, and it's so prominent. Right. Like every movie that I can think of right now, there's a glorified drinking scene, so, right. uh, drink, drinking scene. Right. Uh, it is not overt. Right? It's not like, hey, I'm having a good time because I'm. Dr-. No, it's more subtle than that. It's just, and, and that's how they they get you, right? Like they subtly put it in there, and it's not a focal point, but you associate it with that. Like I said, 
you know, every even every action movie's got like the scene where he's you know going to take a shot and he's drinking his you know problem. He's you know whatever it is the 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 cop who's going to get ready to go solve this major crime and he's going to have his little wine or you know his uh, his brandy or whatever it is. It's literally everywhere, and so I get it. Like I, I understand why it's like oh yeah you know it's no big deal. Even the beer commercials, right? You know how many beer commercials I've seen where they're like having a great time and. You know, I don't mean great time as in like the strip club time where they're all dancing. No, just ha ha ha. Yeah, this is such a good time. Let me drink my beer right. here. You know, okay, but they, they don't show the other side where how far it can go as far as debauchery or hold your friend. You know, he's puking right. all over the floor. You know, that's what happens as well. And then my favorite part, though, out of all the ones I've ever seen, my absolute favorite part is is the little thing that they always put. Please drink responsibly. Oh, so, so I'm saying. so glad they said that. It absolves everything. Oh, that, that just means hand your keys over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that, it. Literally has the picture with the keys. The yeah. guy with the keys. That drink responsibly yeah. has a person with the yeah. keys. That's Don't drive responsibly, fool. That's drive responsibly. That's not yeah. drink responsibly. Yeah. Handing yeah. your keys over has nothing to do with drinking. Has everything to do with driving. Don't do it in moderation or anything. No, no, no. Have as much as you can right. possibly squeeze into your body. Right. But just hate your keys over. So, so uh, my, I agree with you. My thing isn't alcohol, man. Like, you want to have a beer or wine or whatever. Who cares, man? But just let's just be honest about the place that it holds in right. our society and, 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 and how unhealthy it is. It really is, man. And before we get to solutions on that, one more major thing, the damage it does to the body. Just the damage. Let's 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 get rid of society for a second. Just Forget cirrhosis. We know about cirrhosis. We know about liver issues. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about things like heart disease. Yeah. Heart disease is way up there in the in the in the reasons people die, right? Yep. Number one contributor to heart disease is alcohol. Yep. What about things like cancer? Right? Yeah. Cancer's way up there, right? But the number one cancer is what? The number one can oh, I don't know. Lung cancer. Is it is it lung cancer? Right. So so wait a minute. So so you have lung cancer, right? Out there. Lung cancer, what is the number one contributor? Lung cancer? Cigarettes. Cigarettes is an addiction. Oh, by the way, when do people smoke more cigarettes when they're drinking? Yeah, Drinkers and if if you're still out there smoking cigarettes, I'm pretty sure you drink. Because <laughs> if you're still bet. if you're still smoking a cigarette today, yeah. that's a cigarette. Yeah. And when you drink, you definitely smoke a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got to go together, Trinity, a yeah. little bit. Um, and then, of course, you're talking all the see, see, alcohol touches every organ, yeah. all seven of your organs. It's, 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 it's a, it's, it grabs everything and destroys everything. Not all drugs do that. Not all drugs attach themselves to every organ and attacks every organ. This affects your skin. Yeah. This affects your liver, your heart, your stomach, your kidneys. Uh, I mean, every aspect. Now, the other thing people, most people don't know either is quitting it. Right? It? Like, oh, if you're, if you could die. Yeah, if you're taking heroin, yeah. you could quit it. You feel like you're going to die, but you're probably not. Yeah. Alcohol? Go ahead. Don't, you could die. That'll kill you. We we used to laugh when when I was a little kid. They used to have these black and white TV shows that I still like watching. And they were talking about pink elephants. Look, Trinity, I drank a lot. I never saw the damn pink elephants. But apparently, if you drank the alcohol from the 20s, that stuff was so powerful that you saw pink alcohol, elephant. Man. That was a different kind of alcohol, Trinity. They, they were drinking way too much prohibited yeah, alcohol. That was, That's but... that prohibited alcohol. Prohibition alcohol. Yeah. You know, don't drink 
prohibition alcohol. You know what I mean? That, that's what started the moonshining business. That right moonshine boy, that make you blind. That make you blind and see and see pink elephants. They that that yeah. you know. In order to see pink elephants in my day, you had to take acid, and that was a white boy drug. So so I only did it once, twice, three, four, five times because sometimes white boys make their way into your crowd, and I believed them for a minute. So anyway, You're like fungus, so, we grow on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so 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 yeah, only only you guys would jump in like cow pastures and give me a, a shroom, man. I I should have never listened to that person in my life. I don't know how many cow pastures I've been in, but all right. Man, well, this Mexican one going to tone, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the the point like, look, now let's get to the solution. Here's a solution. Do you what do we really do? Here's the problem, the, the solution is so complicated. Because that means every single person just has to admit that from moment one that we drank alcohol, those of us that can drink it safely are fortunate. Those of us that can't drink it safely or unfortunately have a reaction that we have to know from day one, this ain't for me. I can't do it either because I have too many traumatic issues and this goes right to my Pandora's box of trauma or I'm genetically predisposed and it causes an allergic reaction. Or I drink and I'm okay with it, and I can put it down anytime. I can act like an alcoholic sometimes. I can abuse it sometimes, but at the end of the day, I can pull back and stop at any moment. Those, that's you're you're one of those people, and 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 you gotta you got to admit which person you are, but you got to do it so early on, Trinity. We got to get to the early detection stage because let me tell you something. You can see some alcoholism. You can see that from day one, and I'm gonna give you some examples, Trinity. If you're that kid who spun around in circles, making yourself dizzy and loved it and kept doing that, <laughs> you might have an alcohol problem coming to your life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, if, yeah. if, if you're, if you're that kid who, when you ate sugar candy or whatever, and you're that kid at Chuck E. Cheese that starts stealing other people's tickets and, and which is why they now put them on cards because you would steal their tickets and come ask them for coins and try to beg for money. You might end up with a drug problem. <laughs> these are these are signs early on, Trinity. These are signs early on that you can see, right? Sure. It's not like you can't see them. But when 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 I, you know what I loved most of all when when I saw my daughters first of all try like soda way early on because we. You know, we just didn't have it. We didn't have it in the house. We didn't drink it. And they didn't drink it. They drank water. They still drink only water. But when I saw them drink it and they were like, God, I don't like that. I was like, Ooh, that's a good. That's, that's, a, good sign, right? that, that's a good sign right there, man. Because if you like carbonation and you like that sugar effect, you like that. Ooh, it could be a long road ahead. I'm not saying it's a guarantee. Sure. I'm not saying these are scientifically proven things. These these. The views and opinions said by the dope doctor are the views and opinions by the dope doctor. But let me tell you something. You know the kids that I'm talking about. And you can see them early on when they act look crazy when they had a little sugar. Or when they act look crazy when they have something and they want more. You look at them and you go, you know what? You better learn to moderate everything. You don't do well on substances, period. Yeah. And alcohol is no joke, man. And alcohol is one of those things that it's so everywhere that y'all, y'all think. That it's okay. Everybody only thinks that there's one alcoholic in every family. <laughs> like, like as you, as long as you have that one uncle that's an alcoholic, everybody else is safe. Like, oh yeah, yeah that's an alcoholic. We're none of because you. We all compare ourselves to the worst one, right? <laughs> you always compare your diagnosis to that. Like you'll say, yeah, I drink and I do this, and yeah, I may have, I may have, but I'm not like, you. Up, but I'm not like Uncle Rufus. 
<laughs> that dude. He sits on a bucket all day <laughs> preaching. Smartest guy in the room, by the way. Usually the smartest guy in the room. Funniest guy in the room, too. So we just bring Uncle Rufus whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Mine was Uncle Jose Luis. Tio Jose Luis. I don't care what Tio Jose Luis does, because whenever Tio Jose Luis had whatever he had, he was the funniest, he was the most entertaining, or whatever, and he took me to all the funniest places. The only time I got mad with Tio Jose Luis is, number one, if he tried to steal my money, that was that was a no-no. Or number two, when I'd be riding my motorcycle out in the middle of nowhere, and I would go through some water, and it would flood out my, you know, like my, my, my spark plug got wet, so I had to pull it out and try to dry it. And when I went to my tool set... My tool set's gone, and a bottle of Seagram's is in its place. That's oh when I was upset with Theo Jose Luis. That'll do it. That was the only time. Other than that, Theo Jose Luis was straight. We all accept that one uncle. <laughs> as long as there's only one. Right. <laughs> and uh, as long as it doesn't become us. So that's uh, that's that's my take on all this. I, I, I really don't think there's a solution that you and I can come up with other than we just got to be honest and open with our own selves. But I think as a society, we got to allow ourselves to be open and honest with our own selves. You know, we, we just go from from uh, it's OK to 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 alcoholism and, and all the in between. We ignore we ignore the fact that if you've been traumatized in your life, all substances may be of some difficulty for you if you suffer some sort of mental health issue depression anxiety something bipolar uh substances may be an issue for you moving forward um if you have to be on any medications your substances may be an issue with you moving forward it's nothing to be sad or depressed about or feel like lesser than you know i mean look most people can eat a peanut and be okay that doesn't make those of you that can't eat a peanut weak and stupid and ridiculous I'm not going to go make funny and say, what, you can't eat your peanut? <laughs> Come on, wimp. Try, try it. Just one peanut. Just, I'm here. I'll make sure that you don't die. Go ahead and eat the peanut. Give me your keys. Yeah, give me your keys <laughs> and, and then eat your peanut. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an allergic reaction, but in the internal and psychological sense. And it's not an opinion that I'm saying. We have generations of proof from Plato and Socrates writings talking about drunkards. This ain't this ain't new. No. This has been going on since the beginning of time, man. There's been documentation of people that can't handle it. You know, and I say that because some of you go, yeah, but Jesus turned the water into wine. They go, well, yeah, because most people can drink it okay. Yeah. You know, but but I'm sure there was one person that Jesus said, not you. Not you. <laughs> I told you. What was that one dude's what was that one dude's name that went against Jesus? Uh Pontius Pilate, I think. What it, Trinity. Trinity? I'm not religious. Why, man. why am I asking a Buddhist? Yeah, but you're asking, asking the worst person. <laughs> I know like a few biblical stories, they all you get You might as well together. say Ed Brute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Whatever. Um but uh, the other thing I would say, and obviously we don't have too much time to go into it. And I foresee no. a, a second show. We got three minutes. Um, I think education, right? Like first and foremost, I think there's a lot of myths that are associated with alcohol and the use of it that need to be debunked. Um, well, that have been debunked, but they don't get enough play, right? Like there's not a lot of people out there pushing that agenda as far as the, the, the actual facts associated with it. Um, but that also, I think, plays into the other solution, I think, is just something we as a society aren't good at anyways, and that is uh, brutal honesty, right? And and Because we all have this image of what we look like and what we, what we, the way we treat other people and how we're perceived. 
Um, but oftentimes that perception doesn't really line up to the reality of the situation. And, and we're really, really reluctant to hear that. If somebody comes up to us and says something to us that's contrary to how we vision ourselves, instead of saying, really, is that how I come off? No, we immediately get defensive and tell them that they're wrong. And I think that that is a, that right there until we as a society start to work on that, we're not going to be able to look at alcohol in a very uh, uh, objective way. Right. Uh, two big, two big reasons why that's an issue right now. Number one, people say, this is my truth. If you are out there and you use the words, my truth, uh, let me correct you for a second. <laughs> yeah. Your tr- when you say my truth, what you're saying is my perception is. Yes. If you tr- if you change the words to saying my perception, then at least you're being honest. But yeah. when you say my truth, there's only one truth. Correct. Right. So you you know when you say it, you feel okay with it because you think, oh, but I'm not talking about addiction. I'm not talking about no, 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 no. When we we put when we throw things like that in society, things like my truth, it's going to go everywhere, and it's going to go in every kind of conversation. Just like saying, I'm just being real. I'm just being honest. No, you're not. You're being judgmental, and you're being biased. Yeah. And in my truth, you're definitely being biased, and it's your perception, and your perception may be wrong. You know what I mean? And 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 here's the problem when you talk about drugs and alcohol. Everybody thinks they're an expert. <laughs> yes. Because you drink, you think you're an expert. Listen, I'm about to get on a plane in about one hour. I have flown on. I don't know. I, according to 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 Delta. Just in the last several years, I've what 190,000 miles of flying. I still can't fly a plane. I still can't fly a plane. A matter you of fact, can, I, just not well. Oh, no, but can I can't fly, fly right into the oh, ground. Oh, yeah, I can land a plane <laughs> unsafely. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I can do is land a plane unsafely. Yeah, I can't fix a car. I've been driving forever. I still can't fix a car, Trini. Sure. I, I, I just can't. Look, if I can even change the oil, you know how long it'll take me? To, I'd have to read a manual or look for a while to even find where the oil plug is. <laughs> Let's get honest with that. I don't even change my own tires, Trinity. As soon as the car needs new tires, I buy a new car. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one percenter in you talking. <laughs> I'm like, how much are tires? Oh, God, give me the whole chassis. No, the point is, is that everybody thinks they're an expert. Everybody yeah. thinks they're an expert in drugs and alcohol and everything because you can do it. And and if you did it the way I did it, if you only, oh, you shouldn't mix white liquor with brown liquor. You should only drink beer. You should only drink. No, 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 no. <laughs> all that. Look, that's a whole other conversation. That's part two of this. Beer before liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, this, no fear. Consider this part one of this show. Let's end it with this. Trinity, end part one with the show how you want to, and then I'll speak and we'll close out. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would just say um, don't get it twisted. Right. Like we've all heard the, the dangers and the, and the, the negative aspects of all these different drugs that are out there in, in, in substances. And, and yes, there's, there's pros and cons to everything on life, right? Alcohol is no different. Like, don't forget that alcohol is, is the, is the, the old reliable that's been there through all of it, through thick and thin. And it's killed just as many, if not more people. Right. And I'm just saying, look, this is part one of definitely a two-part episode on alcohol. Again, the views and opinions expressed here are ours. That's it. It's not WOKB's fault, 1680 AM, 100.7 FM, or whoever puts the podcast on. Don't go blame Spotify or iTunes or any of that. Don't try to find Zuckerberg or get mad at Elon Musk or whoever else is in charge of this world. You know, it's definitely not Biden's fault. It's definitely not Trump's fault. 
it's Trinity and 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 Louis fault and you know what if you want to blame something blame angel and dana i think it's their fault they're, they're, <laughs> yeah blame our them, wives. Th- them you can blame <laughs> yes yes you can blame my wife any day of the week but okay. anyway but anyway part two of alcohol coming to you next week uh take it away shaw adios amigos it's time for a taco goodbye